0: Shalom This week's is parsha, as Hashem in Chutzpah, it's the related parasha to Midbar. and is not right. But it also happens to be of Shavuot, even though we normally talk about the parsha, but uh, perhaps we'll say a few words about the Yom of Shavuot. There's a famous medrash that's brought down in Chazal that when HaKadosh Baruch wanted to give the Torah so he came to all the nations, and he asked all the nations if they want to be the capital of the Torah, and when he came to each of the nations, he came to the Bnei Shmuel, and he asked them, do you want to keep the Torah, do you want to, you want to receive the Torah, do you want to be able to accept my Torah, so the first question each nation asked was, Makotuv, what's written inside, and then of course the said, you're not allowed to steal, the Bnei Shmuel said, "Well, that's not going to work. That's part of our lives. We can't. We can't. We can we, We're not going to be able to hold back from that. No, we don't accept it." Then he came to the Bnei of and he offered them the Torah, and they said, "Well, what does it say? We're not about what's written inside?" He said, "Well, kids You're not allowed to kill. So that's also not going to be a possibility for us. That's part of our lifestyle. That's part of our. That's how we live. No, we can't accept the Torah." Till he came to Kala Yisrael, and they said, Naseh V'nishma. That was the answer that he was waiting for. They received two terms, two crowns, one for Nasa, one for Nishma. And there was Echa to receive the Torah. Now, what's the secret behind that Naseh What was it that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was exactly trying to hear when Kala Yisrael said, Naseh Now, in order to answer that, I think we have to start with a different question. It would seem from the Medrash, it would seem from walking out from the Medrash, that something's a little bit not fair over here. Words, here, come to the Bnei Shemel, you offer them the Torah. There's so much to the Torah, so many things that they could accept. And we sort of like went straight to the point, the weak point, that we knew to an extent that they're not going to accept it. That's not fair. That's not giving them the chance. Perhaps if we would have presented with other things, they would have said, Okay. We went to the weak point knowing that the that, the, 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 that the probability is that they're going to say no. Why did Akash Baruchul try to do it that way? So, Oshim Pinkus has an answer and the idea that he gives is a very similar point that he also brings up, and I think we've discussed this once before, in Parsha Tsevayetra. I'm going to start from Parsha Vayetse. When Yaakov Avinu was building his family when he was living by his father-in-law. so after Yosef was born, so Yaakov even saw that now it's time to go back to Yitzchak. He, he had a dream, and he came, he came to the town. That now is the time to go back to to Yitzchak. Before he, you know, makes that official, he takes his wives Rachel and Leah out you know to the to to the field he takes them outside, and he has a whole discussion with them uh to to find out if they give their approval to him to be able to 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 go back and so time to listen I saw in a dream and I saw had had a, I had, a I had a you know I was able to see that because Bro wants himself to go back and goes through the whole the whole story and the person of a they answer back to him listen we don't really have much to gain over here anyways. Our father basically swindled all of our monies and anything that's here. We don't really have anything from him. Yeah, you know what? We're ready to go. So anybody asked the question, who is Yaakov Vitor talking to? He was talking to the Amarizah He was talking to Rachel and Leah. He was talking to the mothers of the Shvatim, the Shiftei Kach, the mothers of Chal Yisrael. And he told them that Akash said it's time to go back. And and now the only reason why they're accepting to go back is because because there's nothing in it for them. It's not worth it to, to stay, and therefore, it's okay, we'll go back with you. That should be the answer of Rachel and The answer of Rachel and Leah has to be should have been something much more, much more powerful. Of course, we're going to go back. What's well, the question? Nothing, to, nothing to think about. who said, "Of course, we're going to go back. Why should we go ahead? Why, why are they going to have? Why do give reasons to justify?" So when we spoke about this before, we said over two mahalchim, one was from Rav the Rav Moshe, Moshe, he said that whenever a person has to do a mitzvah, when there's a kreshi to the mitzvah, there's a difficulty to do the mitzvah, that takes away from the performance of the mitzvah. And therefore, as much as a person can can, uh, make an attempt to try to reduce the sacrificing from doing the mitzvah, the difficulty from doing the mitzvah, that makes the mitzvah much more effective. And therefore, although Rachel and Leia were going to go just like Karech said, but in order for it to be more of we'll a geschmack, with a pleasantness, without any sacrifice, that's why they gave that justification just to say, oh, yeah, of course, we can go with Simcha. It doesn't have to be with anything that we feel like we're being taken away. That's what Mashiach Mahalach, how he answers the question. But Shem Pinkus, he says a another point. He says like this. He says that there's a very big difference between Lavan and Asaph, right? There's a sort of like a hike or a betzius in the world of the idea of Asaph son of the Yaakov. Esau uh, will always hate Yaakov. And therefore, as much as we'll ever try to befriend them and try to, to make peace with them, somehow or another, it always backfires because there's, a, there's an underlying hatred that exists between Esau and Yaakov, that Esau is never tolerant of Yaakov, and he'd rather just abolish the entire existence of Yaakov and his descendants, because he can't handle Yaakov Avinu. Lavan was also a dangerous character, but dangerous in a different way, and maybe even more dangerous. Lavan didn't mind Yaakov Avinu, and what Yaakov Avinu lived for. But while you're living your life, Yaakov Avinu, I want you to take a little bit of your father-in-law loving with you. Let's mix it together. Now, you can learn Torah, you, you can do everything, but I want all different other other types of things to be part of your life as well. That was a big danger to Yaakov because in order for Torah to work, whatever you used to say over. Why was it over? Torah plus is Torah minus. When the Torah winds up being modified or changed or 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 orchestrated in a different direction, right? That's a and even though you're learning Torah, and there's plenty of Torah being learned. That's a total danger to Torah. So here, Yaakov knew now that he's going to take his wives and the Shiftei Ka, and they're going to go back to Yitzchak they're going to go back to Israel, and they're going to go on to continue building the the uh, you know kliyosu. Before Yakovino was going to make that move, he needed to find out from his wife, are you totally finished here? Although you were married, we have our family and we're going to go, are you still going to be somewhat connected or involved with what your father's lifestyle, with the things that are here? Are, are you ready to make that move to totally disconnect yourself away from the 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 acts of love on, and to come now and to be, and to be part of uh, you know going to build the amashem on that luck answered back there's nothing we have over here we're ready we're hundred percent there's no hang up there's no there's no there's no there's no sacrifice there's nothing holding back uh, us back over here we're ready to make a total nituk from what we have over here and to come now to build the amashem when Yakovbin heard that then he knew that there, that was you know, he was able to go to Bilba Shem. That's the reason why the Pasha continues later on, Shem Shem Pekin explains, afterwards, Lavan came running after them, and he wanted to give a kiss, and he said to them, how can you take the right for me to give a kiss to my grandchildren and my children? What did you do? What was that kiss? The kiss was that idea of Lavan trying to to hold a, a grip on, on the Yaakov Avidu, to try to keep his um, existence and his, his activities involved in Yakovino's life. And that's what Yakima ya, was running away from. But again, in the end, love and gave that kiss, and therefore that's the challenge that we have through all the generations, which we have to always work as hard as we can to preserve the kedusha of the Torah. That's the approach that the Shem Shapinkas uses to answer why Rachel and Leah answered what they did, as if to say, we're totally pulling ourselves away from our personal uh, negeus, our personal uh, self interest, and we're ready to do everything 100% and to build the Amashim. Now, this same idea our excuse me, also uses to answer the question we asked before. What was that question? It's not fair. You're offering the terror to the nations, and you, and when each nation asks you, you look for their source spot that you know that the probability is that they're going to fuse because of that, and then you move on to the next one. That's not fair. You're not really giving them a chance. Tell them things that that they will be interested in. Why are you picking the, the source spot that they're that they, that they you know you know that they're going to say no? The answer is because the whole idea of Kabbalah Tzatara is not just keeping a bunch of laws. It's becoming the Amashem and living your life and being married to through the Tera. And therefore, if a person goes ahead and moves into the world of Kabbalah Tzatara, holding on to his his previous hangups, his previous you know hobbies and his previous things that is self-interest, which are things that are going to possibly go ahead and and contradict or get in the way of being able to keep the Torah, that's not a proper Kabbalah of the Torah. And therefore, that's why by each nation, Akash who went and picked the weak point to say, are you ready to give that up? Are you ready to give up stealing Ishmael? Are you ready to give up killing Esau? If you're ready to give that hang-up up, then, then there's what to talk about, to go ahead and do the Kabbalah of the Torah. And that's what the secret of and Nishma is. The Kaisal was ready to say, there's nothing, we're, we're totally being masked ourselves. We're giving ourselves over to you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that whatever you say is, is to be done, and we're not taking ourselves into consideration. That's often the biggest danger the person has. Even if the person has good intentions, he wants to be able to do good things and to build himself, what gets in the way is the person's own self-interest. In order for a person to come to a, a true and real Kabbalah, a person has to realize that he's a Nivra, he was created by a Kodesh Hu, and that he's here and he's meant to be able to to, to connect with his, with the, with the Barayla. And that only works when a person takes out his own self-interest and his Nagiyas that that wind up getting in the way. Now, Ramchal tells us that well, from, <coughs> as well that a Yomtid is not something that we just Commemorate, we remember. A young this is something that we relive the, the the whole experience. In other words, when we come to Bez Hashem Sunday morning by Prius the and we will hear Aser, the Aserah Sedivaras, we are being Maccabo the Torah right then and there. And that's the whole night of staying up, Shuoth night, for those that have the kayak, we're able to do that with making the night useful and not wasting time, and coming to the davening and, and leading up to the highlight and the climax of coming to, 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 to Kabbalah Zataya, right? We experience that whole Kabbalah Zataya. Right? Now, if we try to think about these ideas, then when I want to come to that, what is a true Kabbalah Zataya? Right? The true Kabbalah is, of course, Rahu gives us a life and he gives us things to keep us busy with, right? But the theme of our life has to be that we're totally undirected and totally, um, you know, subservient to the Ratsan of HaKadosh without bringing in our own self-interest. We should also be able, we'll be able to work over that over the next few days, to be able to prepare ourselves for that Kabbalah Torah, in order to be able to bring us to bigger and greater places. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos and a good Yom Tif, as Hashem and the Kol HaBrakas and uh, as Hashem, we should, we, we, you know, we should hear Yeshua Sinechames Kol Tov, be well.